Welcome to Conversations on the Art of Jesus. I'm Matt Engel. I'm the high school pastor here at the River Church, and I'm today's host. Uh, this 10-minute conversation is part of the River's vision to create a culture of discipleship, meaning Jesus formed in us. Uh, in this 12-part series, we'll highlight one practice from the life of Jesus with a desire to cultivate his life uh, in all of us. Uh, each of these practices are connected to one of our four key values, or, or four core values as a church, which are love, enjoy, play, and share. And today we're exploring the Holy Spirit, which is um, connected to our value of play. And here to walk us through it is Amanda Walton, who is our, our amazing uh, worship pastor. And uh, what's so cool about this, Amanda, is that Jasmine was um, instrumental in helping us write the curriculum for it. And now here, God has called her onto something new, but has brought you in now to add your voice and your passion and um, knowledge about the spirit and life experience um, to help um, share with us about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so we're looking forward to this, to learn together. Uh, and so first, Amanda, tell us, uh, tell us about the topic, about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, first of all, just what an incredible person Jasmine has been for creating this curriculum and, and leading the way in worship. And so it's an honor to pick up where she left off. So um, as we dive in today, we are talking about the Holy Spirit, the mission of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit as a part of the Godhead, and really our relationship with Him in our daily lives. You know, we see in John 14, verse 16, Jesus is sitting with the disciples at that Last Supper, and he mentions the Holy Spirit in context to after his own death and resurrection, when he says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. A few verses later, we see him again mentioning the Holy Spirit in verse 26, when he says, But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is, the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. So you can see here we read that he is our Advocate, but in addition to that, the Bible also says that the Holy Spirit is our Comforter. He's our Guide, our Helper, and ultimately the Spirit of the Living God. Mm. Yeah, wow, that's really powerful. Mm -hmm. And just think about that context of sitting with Jesus. Um, for his own death and him yeah. saying that uh, we're not going to be alone yeah, yeah. because the Spirit of God is going to be with us. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, okay, so well, tell us, why is this important? It's a great question. Well, to kick that Thank off. Thank you. I think it is too. <laughs> we're really hard on that <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, the Bible tells us about, you know, the Trinity. God in three persons, three in one. And of course, I'm a worship leader, so I have to add Absolutely. that him, God in three persons, persons. Blessed Trinity. Yes, really we good. we rehearsed yeah, it. We didn't. Good. That was perfect. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> so, you know, that's just the example of worship. But to worship God, you know, to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we must also honor the Holy Spirit as a part of the Godhead. You know, and I grew up in the church, and even for me, the Holy Spirit felt like kind of the most behind-the-scenes part of the Godhead in the Bible. You know, we see a lot of God the Father in the Old Testament, a lot of Jesus in the New Testament, but the Holy Spirit feels like, you know, this new player in the game, even though Jesus tells us he's coming to be with us. So, you know, I think that mystery and sometimes perceived unfamiliarity around the Holy Spirit 
is what can cause us to feel uncomfortable with relating to him. But, you know, the word says in Romans 8, 11, the same power that raised Jesus from the grave is the same power that lives in us. And I truly hmm. believe to live as a fully equipped believer of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's crucial that we know the Holy Spirit as God and invite him into our daily lives. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty amazing just to sit in that for a second. And yeah. so, yeah, if you're listening to this right now, I encourage mm-hmm. you just pause maybe yeah. and just listen and think about that text in Romans. The same power that raised Jesus from the grave, that overcame death yeah. once and for all, um, is living inside of us. And, boy, what confidence that we can approach yes. our life uh, knowing that that same power is um, with us and calling us in, in, into Christ's mission, you know, Absolutely. of reconciliation, of uh, love, of forgiveness, of yeah. grace, and that he's Lord of all. So, yeah. yeah, that's really great. I would definitely say that answers the question of why this is important. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty central. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. those are definitely things of, um, to working through it. And, yeah. you know, I yeah, I think about my own life, you know, we're often, and just my own work as a pastor, um, you know, I see people uh, drawn to different types of power, yeah. the power that the world often offers, you know, through success or fame and uh, things that really just kind of hit at our own ego and pride. Yeah. And I think the power of the Spirit is always... Um, it's about something so much greater yeah. than our own life. It includes our life for yeah. sure, and but it's um, it's something different than what the world has to offer. And yeah. so I think what I like to ask you because I also I love practical theology, yes. which is like okay, so this is great kind of concepts, and maybe for some of you the Holy Spirit still feels a little or um, out there, yeah. you know, hard to connect. So that's why we worked very hard on this third question, which is, Amanda, tell us, how do, how do we practice this? How do we actually um, live into the importance of it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I really partnered with what Jasmine had to say about this because it felt so instrumental in even my journey with the Holy Spirit. Um, so just three practical tools. First of all, surrender. You know, surrendering to God and allowing his truth to take residence in our heart and our mind so that in that surrender, God can truly illuminate the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And second, community. You know, it's so important. We are so hardwired for people even to note on, you know, what the world looks like versus the way that God empowers us, even in the isolation of COVID-19 knowing that God is, you know, the Holy Spirit is our helper. Mm. He's our comforter. He's with us. Mm. We're not alone. And in that as well, he empowers us to get into community that encourages us to seek the Lord's wisdom and really to challenge us to wait on the Holy Spirit. And lastly, but of course not unpredictable because you know I am a worship leader. <laughs> so um, I just, I really do. Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> you thought I was going to say worship. Yeah. It's really bowling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, have you seen me bowl? Let me tell you, it's pretty inspired by the, the spirit. The same power that yeah, raised Jesus, Jesus helps me bowl. Yeah. No, getting in those times of worship, I think some of the most profound times I've had with the Holy Spirit have been in times of corporate worship mm-hmm. and even my own private times of devotional worship. And just to break down the great mystery of what that looks like, it's just been simply inviting and welcoming 
the presence of the Holy Spirit. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I think about the way in which the Spirit leads us and in those three things you just mentioned of surrender, community, and worship. And it always, I think, leads to a posture of listening and receiving. Um, And, you know, um, I don't know how familiar you are with, like, AA, but, like, the first step, anyone familiar with, like, um, Alcoholics Anonymous or anything with dealing with families, with um, addicts, um, addiction behavior, that the first step in it is surrender. You have to surrender to higher power. And I think... Um, one of the great sins is to think that you can do it all on your own strength. Absolutely. And that's just the ego in the way. And so, yeah, surrender to the Holy Spirit each day. Yeah. Um, and I think also it's like wherever we are, we can pause and say, I can have community with the Spirit right now. Yes. And with the Spirit, I have community with them, with the Godhead. Yeah, um, And in that being ushered into the worship um, of God. So, absolutely. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Amanda, for us or... Yeah, I think just to hone back into this season that we're in of, you know, kind of forced isolation to protect our loved ones and what's going on in our nation with this pandemic, knowing that Jesus left and provided a solution. He provided an advocate, a helper, a a comforter. And I feel like in this season, whatever troubles or pain or disappointment or loneliness, I think that's the beautiful thing about, you know, Jesus giving us this promise and giving us this, this promise that says you're not alone. You have the Holy Spirit. He is with you. And so I think my encouragement would be to really go forward in our weeks and our days and our months and in this season, knowing that we are right there with the Holy Spirit, that he is here to be with us, to comfort us, to love us, to bring us into the greater story of God's love for us. So that's, that's just my encouragement here. That's powerful. And we need the spirit to guide us um, more than ever as the church um, to be faithful to the mission of, uh, of God and, um, and the work of his kingdom. So Well, we hope you enjoyed this conversation and you can catch the other conversations um, and the one-page tool to to be reflecting and studying and and practicing um, all these different uh, aspects to uh, how we are hoping to form the life of Jesus in our our community uh, on the website riversouthbay.org. And we gather each Sunday morning and throughout the week as a community to love, uh, enjoy, play, and share in life together. Today's conversation gives you a vision for how to do that well. So, thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, and um, God bless you all. Peace.